0: The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.
1: Well, now it's time to talk to uh, Porik Horkin, he of the Horkin Garden Centre family, who has located himself to bloom. Uh, good morning, Porik.
0: Good morning, Papash. from a very chilled-out bloom. There is no road rage anywhere I am in the 70 acres of the Phoenix Park yeah. this morning.
1: Now, you're involved in uh, all of this pre-production, as it were, because the, the whole thing kicks off uh, with a garden party tomorrow evening, and then it's open for the entire holiday weekend. So how is it looking at the moment?
0: I, I, it's hard to say, Pat, That it, but it's actually better than ever. I've never seen bloom as as colourful, They've increased the number of gardens this year from 19 to 22. It's running, as you say, from Thursday right through to Bank Holiday Monday. But the standard of gardens this year is exceptional. Some beautiful gardens and a whole mixture of different varieties of gardens, from seaside gardens to woodland gardens to even Charlie and the Chocolate Factory garden. But there's something for everyone here at Bloom. And a great kaleidoscope of colour patch, The huge amount of herbaceous border plants, cottage garden plants, a big emphasis on biodiversity this year. Upcycling and recycling of materials seems to feature most of the gardens. And of course, here at Bloom, you've got all the beautiful gardens and gardening experts and talks right throughout the weekend. But of course, Borbia bring all their food experts as well. And there's a huge range of the best of Irish horticulture, fruit, vegetables, and of course, flowers. But some of the gardens that caught my eye, patch. There's four in particular that I think people should come and see. There's one called Embracing the Elements. It's sponsored by the National Dairy Council of Ireland. And in its heart, it's got the whole farming culture. So it's brought the best of farming to bloom and some beautiful planting, some streams and low walls that celebrates everything that's good about gardening. And then bring it to an urban environment we've got a garden called a breathing space for Fingal and Fingal County Council have teamed up with Jane McCorkle and Jane McCorkle is no uh, she's she she's here at Bloom pretty much every year but her garden this year is absolutely gorgeous she has recreated a forest within Bloom and it really is celebrates the the best of Irish plants believe it or not Jane has packed in 3300 herbaceous plants into her garden here at Bloom. I thought another one that was interesting is the coastal garden from James Purdy. And of course, we're a coastal nation, Pat, and always we get questions about the plants suitable for coastal areas. But th- at Bloom, you can actually see those plants in situ. James Purdy has done a beautiful garden um celebrated the best of them. Of, um, coastal gardens and Irish planting. And and finally, I think the garden for me, Pat, that really tops it is from Lyot and Oliver Schumann. They've, they have created, again, another forest garden, but it c- celebrates children and children being outdoor and playing in the garden, but they've recreated a magical garden here at Bloom.
1: Now, all the judging will happen, I suppose, tomorrow. Will uh, the place be open to ordinary visitors tomorrow before the formal Yes, laundry? it will.
0: Yes, it will. I think the judging will possibly even happen later on today, Pat, and then formally the medals are handed out first thing in the morning. Today is media day, so we get in behind the scenes. It's quiet here at the moment, but there's lots of cameras and media here, so there'll be lots of exposure over the next couple of days. But the judges, I think, will be around later on, and the gold medals and silver and so on will be handed out. open
1: for business on possibly the best weather for bloom that it's ever had.
0: Absolutely. And my advice really is to come early, come as early as you can, bring the sun cream and also bring some money for ice cream because you're going to need it.
1: All right. OK, if you have questions for Porrick, you can WhatsApp them to us now on 87 1400 um, I have a, a lot of main crop potatoes planted in my garden. For the past two years, wireworms have been a huge problem attracted to the potato crop. Is there a safe mm. organic method to control wireworm in potatoes?
0: Yes, there is, and it's called nematodes, and they are available at this time of year. So nematodes are natural parasites that will attack the wireworm and kill it off, and it's very, very safe to use nematodes on all vegetable plants, not just potatoes, but they're very effective at controlling wireworm. Check in your local garden centre, ask them for the nematodes for wireworm. You simply mix them in water, patch, you apply them to the ridges of potato and as true parasitic Uh, organisms they'll hunt out the wireworm and kill it away generally wireworm lasts in the soil for up to four years before it pupates and matures so if it's there for the last two years it's probably still there so apply the nematodes now and i think you'll have good results
1: Uh, this one uh, can what can i plant in the seaside garden it's very windy and of course salt is the problem
0: Yeah, and salt can be. And really for coastal gardens, the initial thing is to create some shelter and privacy, particularly from the wind and from the salt air. So hedging plants like Escalonia grisillinia, Iliagnus abengi, the silver-leafed Iliagnus, provides terrific shelter for seaside gardens because the salt is very caustic and burning on plants. But traditional seaside plants include the hydrangeas, the fuchsias, many herbaceous border plants like lupins, salvias, they do well in seaside gardens because they're not physically there in the winter, they're beneath the soil hiding and they re-emerge at this time of year. it would be another good example or hostas or why not pop down over the weekend to bloom and have a look at James Purdy's garden. There's great inspiration there on his coastal garden.
1: What should I sow after harvesting my leeks? That's from Kiron. Oh, well, there's such a
0: wide range of uh, vegetable plants to be planted now, Pat. If you go into your local garden centre, I mean, they'll have cabbage and lettuce and kale, Brussels sprouts, cauliflower, all the vegetable plants There is no better time than early June. And I actually took a look here in the OPW garden. Uh, They have a beautiful vegetable garden here right beside Bloom. It's well worth a look and it's jam packed with vegetables that you can plant at this time of year that will give you produce right through the summer and through autumn. So there's plenty of time still to sow seed of many vegetable plants like spinach and so on. But also your local garden center will have lots of vegetable plants to plant now. So it's a perfect time. I,
1: I have a weeping willow that is looking very sad, light brown and dark brown spots and wilting leaves. I googled and found a fungal infection that seems to match. What to do?
0: Well, you can go into your, pop into your local garden centre and get something like Fungus Clear, which will t- which will eliminate any fungal diseases on the willow. It might be a little bit of powdery mildew or a little bit of botrytis on the, on the foliage. Simply mixing the fungicide, mix it in water, apply it to the foliage and that will see it off. Willows, of course, with this dry weather path, they do need plenty of water. So if you have some recycled water from the kitchen, then use it on your willow and give it a good soaking as well. But use the fungicide. Fungus clear is very effective.
1: Can you ask, Portic, what's going on with my cornus leaves? Cornus yeah yeah. Yeah. Read it as I see it, but I'll take your advice on that. Cornus leaves curling up and dying, seems to be white powdery substance in some leaves. I've uh, treated for fungus with rose clear. I'm watering lots. Is it leaf, scorch or a fungus? Should I apply bark mulch to help hold moisture in?
0: Yeah, so cornice-like, like, a bit like the willow patch, they're moisture-loving plants, and particularly when we get heat like this, they tend to get a little bit stressed. From the white powdery, it sounds like powdery mildew, which is a fungal disease disease. And can affect cornice as it can affect willows as well. And we particularly see powdery mildew when we get the sort of weather we're having at the moment. Again, if you if you use the fungus, the um, fungus clear that I mentioned for the willow, you'll find that effective as well on cornice. And look at watering. Like I said last week, Pat, don't be out there every day with the water with you know sprinkling water. Water the soil and then leave it for several days between watering. So don't keep continually water. You know, yeah. too much watering is is just as um, damaging as too little okay. water
1: a couple of quick ones uh, can you ask Porrick how to get rid of bamboo I've cut it back to the ground level but I'm not physically able to dig it out it's in a bed with other plants that's from Bernadette
0: Bernadette, if you, well, if it's in amongst other plants, it's, it's going to be difficult to, to eliminate it. If you pop into your local garden centre, ask them for a systemic weed control. You can apply that to the foliage of the re-emerging bamboo shoots and that will control it.
1: OK, and a final, a very specific request from uh, Debbie. Can you ask Porik to recommend a beautiful, white, big-headed rose that does not turn brown in the rain?
0: Oh, well I find Margaret Merle is a beautiful variety or Iceberg, it's a Floribunda rose it tends to do really well and it's beautiful for cutting as well so Iceberg or Margaret Merle are two beautiful white roses and particularly the Iceberg is, is ideal
1: as a cut flower It makes a beautiful cut flower Very good, Pory Corkin enjoy the rest of your day in bloom and thank you very much for joining us The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance weekdays at 9am on News Talk.